You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of the Music Impulse. On this very special episode, I got two of my guys, you know, representing from Cleveland. These are my guys going back to the Bowling Green State University days. You know, these guys out here, some some lyricists. You know, they they some animals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and out here in these streets, uh, me and my guy uh, Suso, we, we we did have an episode that uh, is out there in the atmosphere some, somewhere that you know we never got a chance to. Uh, whip around and redo but hey this redo right here but uh but uh yeah i got my guys uh suso and ace the prayers in the building how you guys doing this evening man, great man man blessed to be here bro definitely appreciate it oh Sorry. yeah for sure for sure but yeah definitely wanted to let the folks get to know y'all uh i've definitely played at least i know i played some uh suso's uh joints on the podcast before in the past you know y'all just y'all just dropped the the, the collab project uh face off uh for those that don't know at least uh, the bowling green folks know like hey i've been saying this since college like the two of y'all just y'all's chemistry together is just amazing you the way y'all, y'all go off each other like even though y'all have like two different styles is when y'all collab together it's just like magic so i guess we, we can start we can start back there i guess when y'all fit uh how how'd y'all know? Did y'all meet at BG or did y'all know like from back home or like how that first like how'd y'all first meet? That's a crazy story because um when we got down to BG, like <clears throat> me and Dave, my boy Scruff, we was tight with like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, um me and Nell actually grew up like basically around the corner from each other, like literally like a five minute walk. Mm-hmm. I got introduced to him through uh this girl Rachel, you know, back in the day that was his his girl. Yeah. And I was tight with Rachel and Rachel introduced us and she's like, Hey, you rap? My boyfriend rap too. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, she link up. And we linked one night in BG on a Saturday. Uh I want him to prove himself to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, you from around the corner, like you gotta know I'm bringing, you know what I'm saying, what I'm bringing to the table too. So we end up freestyling and everything. And shit, we just linked up from there and it, it's been on and popping ever since, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it was, it was, I just couldn't believe, like, after having a conversation with him, like, like, wait, we grew up around the corner from each other? Like, we never met until now. And then it's crazy because we even got the same last name, dog. Like, oh, wow. Never, I never knew yeah, that. Like, we were trying to put the, put the pieces together. Like, is, is we family and don't know it? Like, <laughs> it was, it, it's crazy, man. But it's at the end of the day, man, like, the bond that was created, man, from from that Saturday night, bro. Like that's is 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 crazy, man. Like we family now, though. I know that. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, I guess when, you know from there, y'all y'all meeting and everything, y'all you know checking each other outside, sizing sizing each other. What was like the the first time y'all were like, hey, let's get something on, on wax together? And y'all was like, okay, we we might have something. 
Shit, it might have been that Saturday night. It was that same night, you know what I'm saying? So he already had, y'all did the Allegiant mixtape, I think, the spring of my freshman year. Yeah. Was it spring of freshman, my freshman year? Something like that. Yes, I I went on the first Allegiant mixtape, but uh, he had Get There on there. And I'm like, that's that's some lingo from the hood, you know what I'm saying? So just knowing, like, I wasn't able to connect with people in my hood because I had one off to college. You know, I was recording with a lot of dudes from down on the 105 and Superior mm. prior to that, but then going down to college. And I've been able to do what, uh, linking up with people in my hood and doing music together. And I'm like, shit, this is a perfect opportunity. Plus, I thought he was dope. And I'm like, yo, we about to, like, basically, it's me and you here. You know what I'm saying? We got to hold it down for the city. You know mm-hmm. how it is. G, you got Chicago, you got Detroit, mm-hmm. you got Cleveland, and Toledo on a, a more small scale. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, that was like the major cities in BG. And I'm like, man, it's me and you, bro. It's basically us against the world. So if we linked up, I knew it was going to be like an unstoppable duo, man. And I still feel like that to this day. But oh, that was yeah. that happened Saturday night. I think that was the first night we met. Oh, see, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. But uh, yeah, you know, then, you know, all these years later, you know, uh, y'all, y'all both have had like, you know, different paths, different like, Ups and downs in, in the career now. So, so you just dropped uh, your most recent was it like it was last year, yeah, twenty twenty one. No, 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 no. It was uh, November thirteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what I guess individually for both of y'all, one, what made the, the spark get back? Like, okay, I need to get back into the rap thing, and then what, what was the, the next path after that? To like, hey, let's finally drop this project. For me. The progression came along, <clears throat> and it's weird because the actual song, The Progression, never made the album. I did the song, The Progression, back in 2012, and um, shout out Casper. Casper did the hook on that. Oh, yeah, she done in Dallas, too. She killed it, man. That's ridiculous. I mean, that song is a number one hit, but it's 2012. I'm like, nah, I'm going to give them all new stuff. So um, what happened with that song is I wrote two verses. Shout out Prodigy, Prodigy did the beat. Mm-hmm. I wrote two verses and um, I'm like, yo, who can I get this, this song? I couldn't come up with a hook or not a good enough hook that I felt that, that those verses deserve. Yeah. Hooked up with Casper and she put it all the way down. And she like, what you want the uh, name of the song to be? And I'm like, the progression. And it popped in my head because I, I thought about like the content that I had just wrote. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just the progression of an artist. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm growing. And I can see it from what I just laid down. So that's where the whole thing, the progression came from. Fast forward, uh, I started working on the progression in 2018. Um, complete honesty right here, I was in a relationship where my creative ability was, like, haunted. Mm-hmm. Guys, relationship, like, you can't focus, you can't create. You know what I'm saying? It was just a toxic situation. So um, everything was on pause for like at least three, four years. I got out of that relationship, um, freed up some space in my mind to, to start creating again. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually the end of 2017, I started working on the progression. 2018 came along, but a lot of life was lived in those years and a lot of things transpired in those, what, last eight years since the last time they heard from me. And um, that's how the progression came about. So, what about you, Ace? What made you get the the bug to want to rap again? 
Well, the, the the man that just got finished talking for real. I mean, it's um for me, man. Uh, my, my last project, my last project, I released in 2010. I want to say. Oh, wow. So you know what I'm saying? Like being away from it that long, like it never left me because I was always still working on things mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes. So it never left me. But at the same time, you know, I, I had a point in my life where it was like a couple year block where I experienced the same thing, where it was it was so much going on that like that creative juices, like it just wasn't flowing and it wasn't flowing organically. Like I had, I had found myself in spaces where I was forcing, I was forcing music. Like I even went to the studio and, and dropped some songs that I don't even think Suso ever heard. Like just drop some shit for the sake of dropping it. Like, and you know what I'm saying? That's something that, that as an artist, as a true artist, man, like I regret that to this day. Like I never do nothing like that again. But it's just, for me, man, it was really just um, linking back with him again. And, and, and more so when he, was cycling through his catalog for the progression when he was when he was in this creative space for the progression like that was sparking something in me again like man i could still do this you know what i'm saying and not only that he was telling me that like mm-hmm. like like dog you still got it like i don't like stop bullshit you still got it so i mean that that sparked the motivation for me to start working again and then uh we came up with the idea once he was finished with the progression uh that we would go ahead and, and finally do this long awaited this long awaited collaboration Oh yeah, for sure. And because I was just going off off of what y'all just said, I've heard other rappers, you know, kind of like the guys that we all like grew up listening. Maybe they've gone on like do other things like movies, acting, or whatever. Maybe just not even just dropping music. I've heard them even speak on that. Like, yo, I don't want to go to the studio and just drop some shit. Just like, yeah, it's gonna get streams just because it's me or whoever. But if I'm not fully in love with it, like. What's the point of even really just doing it or just, hey, I just don't have the passion. And again, like y'all said, life, you know, getting married or having kids, maybe like some family things or this and that. Just like, yo, I don't want to force myself and just drop some basura. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like, all right, yeah, I dropped the song. I might get some streams or whatever, but why do that if I'm not even fully in love with the song myself? So, but yeah. Exactly. That's what that's what the progression was for me, man. It was very, very, very personal. Um, it's still songs on that on that joint to this day that I can't listen to. Specifically, one song called "Link Again." Mm-hmm. Like literally, like my family because they can relate to that that personal story. I mean, pre- pretty much anybody can relate to losing somebody, and you know what I'm saying, regretting, you know how things ended. But uh, to that day, or to this day, I can't listen to that song at all, man. So for the progression, I was giving people my story where I've been at over the last eight years. Um, it was about growth. And then for this project right here, Face Off, I felt like, man, I can actually have fun again. You know what I'm saying? So it was very important for me with this project to go in and, and be free. Because nothing was free on progression besides like the interlude and like maybe one other song. Outside yeah. of that, everything was personal from the heart. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm a, I was gonna say I'm a second that though, man. Like, cause, like honestly, like it's a it's a line, and when you hear the when you hear face off, it's a line that Suso got where he say I I did it just in case they thought I couldn't rap or something, and that right there epitomizes the project 
for me, just for me personally, because it was almost like both of us just reminding the world, like, dog, we still do this shit. Like, <laughs> like we really still do this. Like, and if and if you if, if you think it's light, then you got another thing coming. So that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the project embodies for me. Like, it's just a reminder. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Especially because uh again, like I, I heard the progression. I, I remember you speaking like on on those family things and personal stuff that you actually went on it in uh in your life. So like I, I definitely know how, how personal because I remember just listening to it like, damn, my dog was going to this. Yeah. Damn, like okay, yeah, like he he been through some shit the last <laughs> last few years and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. But again, like, you know, going through this project, the face off, yeah, I, I love it, it's having fun. So uh, one of the questions I did definitely want to ask y'all, especially with the fact that it's y'all freestyling over um, different beats and everything. So I guess how, how hard was that? Because I, I know with the whole streaming and mixtapes and things like all that, it's been like a, a thing with uh, artists nowadays with the, the freestyles and mixtapes. So how is that with, process with y'all for that? I'm still pissed off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still pissed off for the simple fact that y'all didn't get the entire face off. So what, what we released was not the entire project. So we have, what, five? Is it five unreleased tracks? Five unreleased. Five unreleased tracks that, unfortunately, um, due to the powers that be, we couldn't get cleared. But, I mean, those five tracks, man, like, they, the world got to hear it, like, somehow, some way. So, but yeah. It's it's um to me and I don't, I can't speak for that but to me it feels incomplete you know what I'm saying like when I hear the project it's it's still cohesive mm-hmm. you know from how it flows but I'm expecting to hear seeing green after this song you know what I'm saying I'm expecting to hear eyes after this song and then another song pop on and it's like that's why I kind of feel incomplete but like. We got 11 songs out there right now, five unreleased, and we still trying to find out a way to get those songs pushed out here. Yeah. But some of those songs that didn't make the tape is some of the hardest shit on there. You know what I'm saying? Especially City of God. Man, my goodness. My which, goodness. Which uh, <laughs> I was actually going to ask y'all if y'all could send me another copy. For some reason, it didn't download that version. I meant, I meant to hit y'all the, the, the Lost Files one. Okay. Hey, this, hey, 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 Kanye reach is heavy, ain't it? <laughs> the file wouldn't download. <laughs> yeah, like all those, it just, it just says file on even. I'm like, I was like, oh, I can't even like can't listen to them. Yeah, you can't even open them. But, um, yeah, from what y'all did have on there, I was like, these niggas like went into some of the most classic like beats that from you know rap and song history and them uh and y'all just went and just did did y'all's thing so i was like okay especially um the one um um that wayne did uh, back on um on on a drought three yeah ride for my niggas yeah yeah Yeah, sky's the limit yeah sky's the limit (laughs) i was like oh i was like they they, because for me I always think about Wayne when I hear Sky's the Limit. Like, exactly. Don't know how about Mike Jones. That shit is crazy, man. Right. You know that's Mike Jones' joint, but Wayne, when Wayne touch anybody's song, it really become his. 
Yeah. Hey, and that was what one that I think that was one one of the songs that we had kind of toggled back and forth on. Like, do we want to do this or do we not want to do this? Yeah. Like it was it, it almost didn't happen. Right, right. We ain't see we ain't have a clear vision for exactly how like how we did the back and forth on the hook. Yeah. A lot of the tracks on here don't have a hook. You know what I'm saying? So we basically I had a a, a, a a framework for for how that hook was gonna be, but like we really did that in the studio. You know what I'm saying? And with the whole back and forth and everything. Yeah. The way that that thing came together, man, was amazing, man. Oh yeah, that that was another thing. Like, uh, so y'all did like all the project or majority of the project like in in the studio together, or yeah, how oh, yeah, the whole thing. Uh, it was a it was a time crunch also because he was about to get up out of here and move down to San Antonio, so we recorded everything in the span of a month, I believe. Yeah, we got it done, and I want to say it was five weeks. Yeah, so we only had five weeks time before, right after Memorial Day, I believe. Okay, that's what's up. It's BA Black IRS, aka Black Wall Street, in the building. Yo, it's JMO. Let me book the territory's residential white guy. Yeah, our Caucasian correspondent. This is E Ray, the quasi bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, Peen Malenko. Uh, you know, of course, the American cream, Brody Loads. And I am your pod guy, your pod tribal chief, the boy A-Dub in the building. And this is Let Me Book the Territory, the greatest four-man wrestling podcast known to mankind. Absolutely. And you can catch us now on Inaudible Ruckus Presents. And we'll be here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're ready for it, to sweep me when you see me and let the madness run wild. Yeah. 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 yeah so like, I know that even had to be even better just being in the studio because, you know, that, that energy and that, that, that motivation was like, like Ace might be in there going over and you, and you like, this nigga just say, Look, that. Now, that's <laughs> go ahead, you, nah, you tell her. You, you tell, tell her, tell her, tell her, tell her how your ass gonna, uh, you yeah, gonna, no, gonna come back. Yeah, go ahead. Right here, right? <laughs> now, this, this shit is hilarious, man, because I ain't never done this before in my life. So, how you was mentioning us going off of like, like classic beats or whatever. So, mm-hmm. when I hit now, I'm like, yo, what we gonna do as far as, um, on the intro? I'm thinking about like all like the hottest intros out there, like classics, mm. like New York type. You know what I'm saying? We landed on Jay Z, Rock La Familia, the dinosaur yeah. intro. And I'm like, in my mind, when I'm writing my verse, I'm like, I want to come off like how Jay did. I want to deliver it like Jay did. Mm-hmm. So, full disclosure, I had a whole different verse on this song. Literally, a whole different verse on this intro. We go in the booth. Uh, Ace got the first verse. He go in there, <laughs> and it's fresh out the gate. We did the intro fresh out the gate. Keep in mind, he ain't been in the studio in at least five, five, six years. You feel me? <laughs> I'm like, man, he gonna have to catch a rhythm or whatever. He go- <laughs> been here like a year ago. I, I got this right. Mm-hmm. So he go in there with all this fucking energy, man. I'm like, what the fuck is this, right, man? He want to take the whole verse, man. Ooh. Off top. I'm like, oh my God. And I ain't never heard the verse before. 
I'm like, man, what the fuck did he just? Then he just in there with all this energy, man. I'm like, hey, shit. all right, I gotta come behind that straight. So I go in there, boom. I, I got the same first four bars, and then the rest of the what you hear on uh, the actual tape, mm-hmm. all new verse. You feel me? Only the first four bars stayed the same. So in my original um, verse, I'm like, I'm dropping. I'm, the shit just feeling uncomfortable to me now. I'm like, <laughs> the shit, I, I, I got through it. I kind of like stumbled my way through the verse and, and got it done. But you know, we, we was recording in Akron. So on the ride home, boom, we listening to everything we just dropped. Shout out to hometown Akron. Shout out Akron, you feel me? So we listening to everything back. And I'm like, man, this nigga Nell did his thing. I'm like, man, that verse just ain't feel that comfortable to me. I don't know if I could do so. Boom. I tell Nell, like, look, man, I took it back to college. I said, man, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> no, actually, I went home. I went home and I texted him. I said, yo, man, I'm about to revise my paper. <laughs> you feel me? So, look, I went to the, I went back to the crib, and I'm like, uh, boom. I started doing my verse. Cut the first four bars because I like them first four bars. But the fifth bar is where everything started to change at. And I swear, I was only supposed to be tweaking this piece here, this piece here to make it flow better because it wasn't flowing good enough. Mm-hmm. Man, it ended up a whole whole nother burst. You feel me? <laughs> and I swear, wow. that shit started writing itself, bro. Like the rest of that verse after them first four bars just start writing itself. And I'm like, man, bro. Look, we in the damn studio and he going there and he and he didn't come with this revised paper, right? <laughs> yeah. I said I had I had to look at I looked at the engineer. I said I said he got me fucked up. He got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was the first thing I said, hell no. I said, hey, I, I I said, can he hear me? You know, you know, cause you know, you know how the engineer could talk to the to the artist when they book. I said, yeah. can you hear me? I had to give him my two cents on that shit that he pulled. I felt like Denzel in training day, bro. <laughs> I, I, I said, this nigga, oh, he, I, I knew he told me he was about to go make some corrections, but some, some he didn't say he was writing a whole new essay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a new topic and everything. This nigga came with a whole new, I'm like, <laughs> man, what is going on here? Yeah. I yeah, said, well, we supposed to sound be like cool. nothing of the paper I read. <laughs> that was on God from there, man. I like yeah. it. Hey, but you, but hey, but but you know what's crazy about that though is, like you said, it wasn't nothing but God, bro. Because the way the way that in it, I like the way it flowed before, but when he when he redid it, it took that intro to a whole another level. Like, yeah. like his last like four bars. I'm gonna tell y'all this, and and no lie, my five year old sings the la- like he be he be, he know most of the songs on the mixtape, but mm-hmm. like that intro in particular, like I literally heard my son the other day just unprompted, like just a black man cursed an American skin, yeah, uh, and he's and he say his face off, nigga, and I'm like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, hey don't don't say all of Uncle Suso's lines now. <laughs> 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 I say, man, this dude here, but nah, man, that that intro special, bro. Like it's, 
yeah. it set the tone for the whole tape and that's why it, it hurt even more for those five tracks not to fall in where they supposed to fall in because like you said it just add a flow to it man like it's just this man when you hear when you hear it in its entirety the way that it's supposed to be laid out and tracked out like it's a it's it's a flow to it that's just like damn like this is this is art right here yeah yeah i was like because i know like uh y'all sent me city of gods (laughs) early i was like i remember y'all y'all sent me that when y'all like was first working on it i'm like i know <laughs> I like that city of guys. And you and you got the you got the raw version too. You don't even had a the master, you had a mixed version of it. Like yeah. The mixed version crazy. Yeah. Uh did was it any joints that uh had you going rise any papers that Susa had ace? Um let me think. Shit, City of Gods. Well. <laughs> city of Gods. Because when he first spit that for me, like I was like, all right, bet, yeah, yeah, I want parts. And I wrote something, but he never knew this. I wrote something, and I think I got like ten bars in, and I trashed it. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. So I had to. I think I re. I think I redid that verse privately, probably like twice before it really came back. And then the beginning part of City of Gods, um, where it's just those little four bars to pop the song off. Um, shit, I did that. I did that in the studio. He did that in like two minutes. Yeah, that shit was just off the top. Like it took me like two minutes just off the top. So, but yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of in all respect to anybody that's an artist and they own right. Like you know what I'm saying, but like it's just really on some off the top shit. Like mm-hmm. it's not really too many people that can hold their own. Like when it comes like to us, like the no pen, no paper type shit, bro. Like it ain't too many people that can hold their own with it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm a, uh, and I'm a, and I'm a stand on that. Don't like it. for sure. Um, I'm actually we're gonna take a quick break. If y'all can introduce uh, twenty one, twenty two, and the Heatles, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play those two tracks off the project. If y'all can uh, go ahead and introduce those two. Them, them two are my favorites. For sure, we got twenty one, twenty two, man. Big Soup, Suso Sinatra, Ace the Press, um, the Heatles, D Wade and LeBron coming right up for y'all. Dessert. All right, we'll be right back. Whatever you with, my nigga, I'm with it. Wanna throw hands? Nigga, let's get it. Claim you a man? Boy, stop kidding for I beat your ass on the front of these children. No Kodak, but a nigga been a grinner. When I saw snapping, I ain't talking about pictures. Don't bother nobody, I'll be chillin'. Next nigga try me, I swear I'ma kill him. You might huff and you might puff, but I'm the wolf up in these streets. Next time you jump, then I'm gon' bust. They gon' call the pigs on me. You been warned, you been told. Ain't no talking, ain't no skull. You wanna be bold? Think he cold? Pass me the blick, I'ma wipe his nose. I ain't talking strippers when I up that pole. Boy, you a fraud, don't get exposed. It ain't a hood where I can't. Go. I represent the clear from the foe to the road. You can be my dog and I won't give a fuck. Cause when it's beef and it's up and it's stuck. You can be dressed in green on March 17 and I still wouldn't press your luck. Shit, when them hollow tips into your gut, send that shock all over your body. Running your lips, talking your shit, and piss me off like a poor old potty. Look, wanna make a scene like a film fest? Drive a nigga crazy like a temp test. Spot a nigga like he in a bench press. Kill his ass before he hit the entrance. Been bending more traps in the insect. Boy, you a hoe with your fish nets. Don't try me if you tempted. Cause I light your ass up like an incense. Ain't no mistake in my intent. This is Die hard with a vengeance. If a nigga trip, I treat him like grit. Click his ass up in an instant. Yeah. Huh? Big suit. Yeah. 
of these new niggas, you know it ain't my style. 2008 though, with 11 hats, them girls just going wild. Main focus on the grind, I gotta make my mama proud. Been doing it since the 90s and 97 was a child. I could stop at a hundred million, but I swear that ain't enough. And ATL kicking it with Lil Ree, we swiping past the bluff. One time for my niggas in the D, they playing bucks. One time for the CLE, my niggas send me stuck. I might pull tight on the bull, white boy, I'm the go like Billy. You don't want beef, nigga, no me, but I'm by my cheese like Philly. Think she touching paper, she silly. Ain't no paint touching, it's silly. I might press the button, shit missing. Ain't no ceilings, ain't no magician. If you like it, I love it. She swiping and skyping in public. She tryna get rich, TikTok in. Me and my niggas, we locked in. Yeah, I'm number one, nigga, not ten. I don't do this for nothing. If I'm on go, they don't go. I swear to my niggas ain't bluffing. See the look in my eyes, ain't no surprise. I'm hunting my personal legend. No compromise, I'm needing mine. Can be a nigga like Stabman. Run that profit up, no stopping, huh? You know we dashing the head. We gon' ball into that clock, give up, so I hate to keep trying. Ain't shit but a dead end. Can't see me. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles, aka Hip Hop Adam Schefter, aka the Josh James, aka for all the ladies, the Chocolate Sauce Bandit. You already know what it is. Tune into an audible ruckus every week. All right, y'all, we back. Y'all just heard 2122 in the heaters from my two guests, Ace the Prez and Susa Sinatra in the building. Uh, again, how you guys doing tonight? You know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. Uh, you know, before we uh, get on to some some other stuff, um, some other topics, a few more music stuff, I guess. Um, one, what's up next? I know Ace. Uh, in the, the file you sent, you said you, you got a project called The Lazarus Effect coming up next. Yes, sir. So, yeah. um, speak on that. So yeah, man, this project it's like it's funny, man, because like you know, me and Sue, we be going through some of the same shit just at different times. So, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, all my family shit, it really kind of culminated over over a span of probably like seven, eight years. But really these last like three years, three to four years been really hit the most. Um, everything from losing people, falling out with people, um, seeing people for who they really are. Like whether it's family, whether it's friends, like no matter what it was, but um, a lot of personal shit that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like me, me just rediscovering myself um, as a man. You know what I'm saying? As a man, a husband, a father, like as an artist. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this, that's what this, uh, this project embodies. So, for anybody out there that's spiritual, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I say the Lazarus effect, then you should already know where I'm coming from. But it's really me just kind of rising up. Like my old self, my old self is dead. You know what I'm saying? And like. In this journey that I've been on, um, you know, I feel like God and made me a new, you know what I'm saying? I didn't just come forth as a new person. Um, and, and along with that, it comes different content with my music. It just comes a different, a different animal, man. And like the things that's going to be on this project, it might ruffle some feathers, but I mean, I ain't a zookeeper, so I ain't really worried about all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He said, "I ain't a zookeeper." Uh, speaking of uh, animals and zoo, you know, uh, Saint Clair animal, Mister Suso. Uh, what you got coming up next? You know, we got the progression. What, what, what's next on on the plate for you, solo wise? So I actually got the progression. The lunch <clears throat> that I'm. Um, it, it's kind of on the shelf right now. That thing been done, but I actually finished that right after I finished the progression. That was um, like four or five songs that should have made the album that didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I added. Or no, it was like two songs that didn't make the album. And I did like three more songs to complete it as the deluxe. But that's on the shelf right now because I got a project that was actually supposed to come out before Face Off, which is called As I Await, which is my solo EP. Um, This project is getting me getting back to like talking about the content that I love talking about, like real shit. I went through a situation last year, um, almost a year to the day last year, where I had got into a, a, a space where it wasn't good for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, a lot of shit was up in the air after just buying the house. Like, I, I was going through things. You feel me? Mm-hmm. What I did instead of sitting there and, and having a pity party, what I did was I took that emotion, that, that strife and that struggle that I was going through and, and made an album out of it. You feel me? Okay. That's so, so as I wait is what what this project is, and that's coming up, uh, Lord willing, in, in November. Okay. 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 Uh, when you talking about dropping Ace? 
Um, so I'm looking at, if not December, the uh, top of the top of 2023. Okay, yeah. So, so more coming... top, yeah, more likely top of 2023. But um, also right behind the Lazarus effect, I got it's all love, and it's really it's, it's something that um, me, Suso, and and uh, and Scruff, we kind of it's got it's a thing between the three of us. But um, the it's all love project is kind of an extension of the Lazarus effect. But it get even deeper and more personal on the, on it's all love. So that project is really just kind of saying, hey, like despite the fact you did me wrong, or you did me wrong, or you doubted me, or you know what I'm saying you crossed me, it's still all love. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm excited to see you guys got got multiple projects on the way. We got deluxes and EPs and all these other more collab projects. Okay, so I'm excited. I'm excited because uh, again, you know. Y'all two of the guys from going back in the BG days is like, yo, these niggas is nice. I just want them to drop more music. <laughs> mm-hmm. So even all these years later to see that y'all y'all still got it at a, a high level, y'all still like competitive, y'all still hungry and all that. I love to see it. I love to see it. Um, one, more thing, one more thing on the face off, man. <clears throat> just keeping real with everybody. Like the, the project wouldn't be as great as it is without uh, Ace coming in the studio and bringing that energy. Mm-hmm. Because I'm laid back, man. I don't like if you see me on social, I'm really on there for real. Like I just be in my own world. You know what I'm saying? So when I go in the studio, I try to tap into my creative side. And uh I still deliver most of my tracks like laid back unless it's something that's got heavy emotion into it. Mm-hmm. But when he got in this in the studio and, and brought that energy, that fire with him, I'm like, I can't I can't come in here too laid back thinking I'm too cool. Like, bro, you yeah. better bring this shit. Or get blew out the water, and, and shit. Nail made that that tape what it is with his energy, man. Like how it actually came out, he did that. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I like. I love to hear it. Yeah, but like even even though the energy part natural for me, um, you said a key word at the beginning though. Smiles is the chemistry, man. Like, yeah, I don't vibe like that with everybody. Like as as much as an energy person as I am, as much as I'm really a cool dude and all that. Like, just when it come to vibing with people, like, I don't really, I don't fool with people like that, man. So, it, 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 it's the chemistry was a big factor in it. So, it, it was one hand watch the other in that sense. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Because, again, that's how great projects turn out. Because y'all got that chemistry and then, like, y'all different styles just blend with the, with the music and y'all just bring it out of each other. But yeah, I, I definitely love it. But uh kind of want to switch uh, to a little bit more Cleveland stuff, you know, sports wise, you know. I just want to know uh how, how y'all thoughts on on on, on y'all Browns. How you how you feeling about the the Browns right right now? No comment. <laughs> no comment. That's a that's no. a, that's a sticky <laughs> situation. Now, again, for disclosure, I'm not a Browns fan. I'm a homer though. You feel me? Like I just don't watch football right. Really. Yeah. I listen to it all day, but like I just don't watch it. But it's always the Browns versus anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not heavy into it like that. But that's a sticky situation with them getting Deshaun and, you know, half the fan base being divided, the other half hating him, and everybody else can't wait to see him on the field. And it's like a moral situation. Hey, he on my bench in my fantasy squad. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for him to come back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the Browns. I'm a Cavs guy, man. So I'm like, oh yeah, like you, you definitely yeah. big in, in the basketball. How, yeah. how you feeling about the the Cavs moves and stuff? 
the Cavs, bro, like, I felt like last year, we was like two games, three games away from having the number one seed prior to all the injuries. Mm -hmm. um, and that's yeah. what like a, a bunch of like up and coming young hungry dudes, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And now you bring over a name like Donovan Mitchell, you know what I'm saying? And, and not free agency through trade. And they said he was on the golf course and he wanted to make sure Mobley was still there, Garland was still there, Love was still there, and Jared Allen. They said he found out they was all still there. He ran around the golf course screaming like he was in <laughs> Cleveland. You feel me? Okay. So anytime you get love like that, like that's that's all we want as fans. You feel me? We want somebody that want to be here. You know how bad they talk on the city. So like when you got somebody that genuinely want to be here at that caliber of a player, like I mean the sky literally is. I mean the sky ain't no limit. You know what I'm saying for what we gonna do next season? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, and I just to, to piggyback on that, man, like. First off, just, I'm going to finish my Browns point, man. I love my team. I love my team, dog. And we're going to the Super Bowl. Anyway, um, <laughs> but with the Cavs, though, man, to get to get Spider, man, that's that's special, dog. Like, he going to – you talk about a guy that got playoff experience, like legit playoff experience. And that's what them young guns needed. They needed somebody that, that actually has the playoff experience. Mm -hmm. So with him coming in and providing that – like, I mean, let's let's think about it as a whole, as a sports town. Like, I saw a stat the other day that said between our baseball, football, and basketball team, Cleveland has the youngest sports town of any town in the country, of any city in the country. Oh, wow. And we got all these guys locked down for at least the next three to four years. Mm -hmm. So it's it's scary season right now. Yeah, just need to be, be able to put all the pieces together. Um Cause I know I went to the Cavs and Mavericks game last year when they when they came here to Dallas uh, with with the homie E Ray. Now, admittedly, you know we we went into it like yeah, we just gonna enjoy the Cavs <laughs> watching the game, thinking like yeah, Luca and them about to just you know, take care, just take care. <laughs> but as they just was they was up and then they never let go of that lead the, the, the whole game. Me, me and E-Ray was in, in them seats like, let's go. Like, let's, let's do this. Me and him both left the game like, damn, we came in this game thinking it was not about to be a Cavs dub, but <laughs> they got up 10, 15 points and just never let go of that lead. We was like, these boys are doing it. And it was like, and it was with backups like the, or like the, the yeah. main niggas being injured. Like, yo, they don't have the main yeah, niggas. They are just doing their shit. That's why their motto is let them know. Because every time they was out there, like, we got to let them know. Like, we young, but we hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'll yeah. speak to the culture. You know what I'm saying? When you got an organization where you can have backups in and they, they still fighting, um, fighting to the nail to get that duck. You know what I'm saying? And holding it down for the, the guys that's out. Mm -hmm. That speaks to a culture change, you know what I mean? In that organization. They wanted mm -hmm. to they wanted to toss Kobe Allman <laughs> about two years ago. Now he's right. one of the youngest, nicest GMs in the league, man. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else we're gonna talk about. Uh y'all y'all listening to any, anything else? Um uh, uh album wise, music wise that y'all y'all really been bumping and feeling anything? I'm, really? I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't um I it's a it's a select few artists that I actually like. Um, on the mainstream side, so uh, this morning when I was at the gym, I had to check out that Freddie Gibbs. That shit going, yeah. Like I had to check out that Gibbs, but outside of that, I mean, 
You know what I'm saying? I I fuck with the guys, man. Like Jay Smith and Sav, they just dropped the project. Like I fuck with the guys. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm interviewing them also. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out, Sir too, man. Like I know he dropped nothing recently, but that dude is an animal, bro. Like he's a whole other animal. Like, yeah. I, it's very few guys that I listen to, and I be like, damn, he might be better than me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, <laughs> like, I remember the uh, the first time I seen Sir in the studio. That was when I was. Um, interning at the recording studio uh shout out to will dub and mls studios um but the first time i seen sir come in uh doubles was like yo you gonna be amazed at what this dude does i was like what do you mean he was like yeah he was like, he was like because you know we costumes and stuff he was like this dude always comes in ready and prepared and he always knocks out like three or four tracks in I was like, what? I was like, most guys like do one or two songs. He, he was like, nah. He was like, this dude literally like comes prepared. And this nigga was like, was like, all right, load up this beat. Yeah. He, let, he, let, let it run. And then he's like, I was like, what? He was like, he ran through like three and and recorded three, four songs in the span of like an hour, two hours or whatever. And was like, all right, we good? And I'm out. I was like, yeah, I was like, because you know, I was used to seeing other guys like, oh no, nah, pause, break, bring that, bring that back. Uh, we listen to that. And it was like, nah. He was like, nah, man. I have only so much money because we, again, we we broke college students. <laughs> so he was like, I gotta make use of my time and my money. So he was like, I, I practice and I, I have all this stuff is ready. So when y'all load up the beat, I just know what I'm ready yeah, to say. I'm Let's go professional on. man. Like <clears throat> I ain't never been like in, in, in close encounters with like. Uh, niggas is actually in the game, but what I imagine niggas work ethic is is like what I see, sir. You know what I'm saying on the daily. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we opened up for, or when we air quotes opened up for A Sud and BG in 2011, and we did Groovy, and sir had, um, hey nah, hey nah, hey nah, yeah, one joint that he was doing, and uh, we rehearsing in this basement in, in Campbell Hill. You know what I'm saying? We running sprints mm-hmm. in the basement. So we can get our, our breath, our wind together. You feel me? So we ain't huffing and puffing on the stage and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's like fucking boot camp. We, we just about to go out here and perform. <laughs> like, that dude don't half-ass nothing, man. I can't I can't speak more highly of a guy that I know in the rap game. Like, you know, he ain't just in the rap game. And that's why y'all don't see too much of him. But that dude is a fucking professional, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. That, that, that's the best way I could describe just him and the way he operate man like professionalism across the board like and like he he's somebody i think i'm gonna say this suso and sir are literally the only two niggas that if i drop something or even if i'm writing something man like they can hear it before the world can hear it like mm-hmm. hey how this song you know what i'm saying and it's not that i'm looking for validation or looking for help because the nigga don't i'll never need help writing nothing but it's more so at uh they got a different ear, man. Like, they just got a different ear. So when you got guys in your corner like that and you don't utilize them resources, uh, you would be a fool not to. Mm-hmm. Definitely, for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely shout out to uh, Sir. Uh, also, just wanted to, you know, end it out with just a, a couple little random music questions before I, I'll let you guys go for the evening. Um, let's see, since summer just wrapped up, I guess, What's one song y'all think about uh, when it comes to the summertime that just reminds you of summer? 
you know, like we something now, some of you as a kid, just like when you hear it, you always just think about like it's summertime. It could be Will's summertime if, if, if that's the if you want to choose. That's a good question. Oh, that's tough, man. Uh, damn, that's tough. Oh, no, you know what? I was just in the whip um, two nights ago, <clears throat> headed back to the crib, and uh, what's the joint feeling? LMA, the yeah. LMA joint. That's summer for sure, bro. Yeah. You hear that joint, you know it's a backyard barbecue somewhere. Somebody cut it now. Okay. No, definitely. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, anything Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah. Like when I hear Bruno Mars, I'm like, shit, it's, it's popping. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. What's a song that reminds y'all of y'all's childhood? Like something that you was like, hey, it was like the, the good old days when we was kids. What's a, a, a song? Or in fact, no, I'm do uh college. A song that you hear, like you just think about college days. Listen to the track, bitch. Girl, the way you move it. Hey, I'm about to grab I'm about to grab me a bottle and go home. And me and wifey gonna have a motherfucking 2000s party tonight. Cause that's my motherfucking dog right there, nigga. That that shit come on, nigga. We be in the club, nigga. Man. What's the what's the Travis Porter song, man? Bring it back, bring it back. That yeah. shit, bring it back. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. 08, 09, around that time. Hey, hey, that's that's them, that's them, uh, that's them sweaty walls and Plan B, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely miss those days. Um, last one, I want to ask y'all. Um, if okay, because I know y'all working on collab projects. Um, if y'all could collab if y'all could uh collab with one producer for a project any producer dead or alive uh to produce y'all's whole whole project who would it be man if i could go back in time and, and snatch up this nigga from back in like oh four oh five or like anywhere between like oh eh, really from like oh one to like oh seven if I could snatch up a nigga like specifically in that seven year span right there, before the nigga wigged out, it'd be Kanye. Okay. Definitely Kanye. Yeah. Since, since he since he stole my answer. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't fuck with a lot of these new niggas, but uh whoever produced for Lil Baby, bro, like yeah, he got some nasty. Like whoever produced for him, like that's who I would love to, because like his style is kind of he a little laid back in a sense. Like he don't never really get hype, but like his delivery nice as fuck, and he got like this little this up tempo delivery, and I and I fuck with that type shit. Like I like the up tempo delivery, and it yeah. almost kind of remind me a little bit of like you know what I'm saying maybe how 70% of my shit be coming out with the delivery side, like, just the up-tempo shit, rapid fire. So, um, I ain't heard a little Baby beat yet that I ain't like. So, whoever produced for him, like, shit, if you got a connection to that nigga, man, somebody connect me. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure. Um, anything else y'all want to uh, promote, talk about uh, before we, we wrap up? Man, as I wait coming, man, I don't know. Um, 
I'm actually back in the studio next month working on another new project, which ain't even got a title yet. But um, if the timeline still line up right as I wait, coming in November, um, if not by the end of the year. And uh, be on the lookout for the progression, deluxe, maybe. And uh, these other two projects I got coming. Okay. Yeah, for me, it's the same thing, man. My, uh, you know, the, the Lazarus Effect coming either um, December or January. And um, it's all love shortly after that. So up until then, man, we, we'll see what happens, man. I might um might surprise some people, man, and, and get out here and do a little series on YouTube and just drop some freestyles or something up until okay. the time. Fun. Who knows? We'll see. Wink, wink. <laughs> all right bet all right well if y'all can just give you know your social medias or whatever y'all want to uh give out uh we'll wrap up and be it yeah right. you can just, just follow me i only got instagram so just follow me on instagram at royal rebel cle i got ig um pardon my progression it might be pardon underscore yeah my underscore progression yeah ig um twitter suso sinatra facebook and we ain't go to BG, don't look for me. Yeah, that's how I am. And that's, that's where we at with it. So I definitely want to say shout out to Smiles, man. This nigga literally since WFAL Radio, like back in 2008 when me and Nell first linked up. Like he been checking for us. I remember coming on your show, coming on Keyman's show, promoting like the shit that we done recorded in the dorm <laughs> prior to getting yeah. up. <laughs> It, like going, we talking about 14 damn near 15 years now man like from the judge hey, i don't know bro, what, a, a nigga that's been showing love since get there like <laughs> right. i i remember walking across the campus bro like or walking in the student union and not hearing niggas like my nigga ace hey get there and i was just like <laughs> damn this shit really caught on like that like, yeah like damn yeah. Especially, hey, Suzo, especially when I started telling niggas what it meant for us back at the crib, like, like right. nigga, when you, when you, when, when a nigga talk, when a nigga talking crazy and you want shit on him, and you just like, nigga, I'm there, get there, nigga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely want to say shout out to you, man. We appreciate you, bro. Oh yeah, uh, appreciate y'all. We're gonna yeah. definitely keep the music coming for you, man. And it was a pleasure for me to be able to get back in the booth for my boy after. Shit, we used to move in 2010. After 12 years, you know what I'm saying? Getting back in the booth with my guy, just know that, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't rather done this project with nobody than my, my guy right here. And this project could never been as great as it is without us having to take that break, live life, come back and do it the right way, man. Well said, man. Well said. And, um, shit, I don't know how we went this whole time without shouting out our engineer, though, because he a cold motherfucker, too. Oh yeah, um, shout out the engineer. Yeah, shout, shout out Nate, bro. Like uh that motherfucker cold, man. Like Nate is a dog, man. Yeah, like he you know you dealing with somebody professional when you only ain't really gotta say what you want done. Like he just do it. Already on the same page. And yeah. then when you come back and you listen, you like, oh shit, I had this in my notes. I was gonna ask you to do this and whoopy whoop, but damn, you already did it. Like <laughs> Yeah, man. So Shout out to Nate, man, because the project wouldn't sound like what it sound like without him. Because oh, yeah. we didn't, we didn't, we didn't been in some places where um, we didn't have the mouse clickers. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse clickers. Yeah. 
Shout out to Sir too, man. Cause he was like a, he was a silent producer on the progression and he actually connected me with Nate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, boom. We're gonna have to definitely drop pace off with Nate, man. So it all come back to Sir. That's my guy, man. He done played me. Uh, yeah, shout, shout out to Sir. But, uh, but yeah, thank y'all gentlemen for, for this. Um have a good evening and this episode will be out Wednesday. <laughs> All right, hey, and, and, and if you could find a way, them unreleased tracks, shit, throw them motherfuckers on. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm about to, yeah. I'm about to resend you, uh, City of Guys right now. All right, bet for sure. All right, y'all. All right, bro. Y'all have a good evening. Yeah, sir.